Hey friend, it's 2020, and if you started the new year off like me, it felt more like a bust than a bang. Let's be honest, I have been rolling around the month of January, literally doing the same things that I did in 2019 that kept me stuck and bound and stuck behind my desk and feeling like I was never growing. Well, this stops here. So, Well, stick around if you want to take part in this working episode where we will work through some goals together. All right, guys. So before we get started, I wanted to remind you to go into the show notes and print out the goal setting worksheet. We are going to be working through this worksheet together. So it's really important that you have a copy or just be ready with a pen and paper and let's get started on some notes. Like I mentioned before, this is going to be a working episode. We're going to be working through some things together. All right, but let me just give you a little pep talk. And this is the pep talk I've had to give myself the last couple of weeks. I know it feels like you're so behind right now. Everybody has been out here in these streets killing it and you're feeling like you are back in the same routine that you were in 2019 and maybe the last couple of years that has really made you feel like you have been hindering yourself and your dreams and your goals and your business. I want you to take a step back, take a breath. You are, like Jasmine Starr keeps saying, exactly where you're supposed to be right now. And change is coming because you're getting ready to create some goals for yourself. On this podcast episode, you're going to break it down and it's going to become something that feels a whole lot more tangible. Goal setting for some people is easy. They they know what they want. They, they start rocking it out. They've got all their finances and their budgets all planned out and they're out there in those streets killing it. But if you're a little bit like me, you're a little bit more like a turtle. Me and my friend talk about this all the time. Me and my friend Octavia. Are you like a turtle or are you a rabbit? There's rabbits out there that are just go, 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 go. And then there's some turtles. It takes us a while to come out of our shell. It takes us a while to understand that goal setting is a huge part of our business. And without it, we are stuck on that hamster wheel. Now we're about to get off. So I recently took a master class with Katie Mary and she was amazing. And so some of the first things that she had us think about was one, let's list off two to three things that were positives about your business last year. What were some of the things that went well? So I want you to flip over your worksheet and I want you to write down two things that were positives for your business, the bright lights in your business. So maybe it's something like you had a friend who referred you maybe two or three leads that turned into actual clients, or maybe it was a publication that you got. Those are your bright lights right there. Write them down and then let's talk about cultivating them. So if you had a friend, let's say, who referred you a couple of clients last year, how have you said thank you back to them? How have you continued to establish that relationship? Maybe you've had a vendor who has referred you a couple of leads. Maybe it's time to offer that vendor some headshots or take them to coffee or to dinner. So these are the bright lights that are in your business from last year that you can't discount. You need to figure out where your business came from last year, how you got it, and then continue to cultivate how you got it. So that's step number one. 
Okay. Number two, I want you guys to write out the vision of your, of your life. And let's get started with this. Number one, I want you to think back, not think back. I want you to think forward five years from now, 10 years from now. What do you want your life to look like? Where do you want to live? What kind of style furniture are you going to have in your house? What is your house energy like? Is it buzzing, full of life and laughter? Or is it quiet, full of reflection and meditation? Are you sitting in the hot tub drinking a martini? Or are you having dinner with friends over a large buffet? What does your life look like? Start to think about that. The next thing is, what does your business look like? Are you traveling all over the world photographing high-end editorial weddings? Are you working locally on the ground with friends? Are you, you know, making a million dollars? Like what does your business look like in the next five to 10 years? The next thing is, what is the impact you're having? Whether it be in your life, your friends, your business, what type of impact are you having in the next five to 10 years? Maybe you're volunteering at shelters. Maybe you are an advocate for saving elephants. Maybe you are someone who's an advocate for stopping and ending sex trafficking. What kind of impact are you having on the world? So let's start there. Let's write that down, you guys. You might hear paper shuffling and scribbling because I'm going to be writing things down right along with you guys. So I'm going to share a couple of mine just to be super transparent. So for my life, I could see myself living like in Tennessee. I don't know why I have this Tennessee thing in my head. I could see living like on a farm with a couple of farm animals with the wraparound porch. I can see having a pool and a hot tub and I can see my husband and my son coming home from college, visiting with his friends. I can see Christmases around the fireplace. Uh, I can see, you know, myself meeting friends for coffee at cool little coffee shops, driving a Tesla. Like these are the things I can see for my life. For my business, I can envision traveling all over Europe, photographing high-end luxury weddings. I can see being called to shoot, you know, covers for like Moulin Rouge or Martha Stewart or high-end fine art luxury uh, magazines. I can envision that my business has now became a LLC where I have team members that work for me, that I'm mentoring other photographers, that I'm building a company under Thai Pentecost Photography. In regards to my impact, I can totally see myself working in the church. I can see myself working with young people, especially women, young women that struggle with their appearance, struggle with weight, struggle with feeling beautiful. I can see myself working with young women like that and giving them, helping them feel beautiful. I can see myself being an advocate for animals. I really love dogs and I can see how I see a lot of mistreatment of animals and I could see myself being an advocate in that way. So those are some of my own personal things. All right. So let's talk about goal setting. And I'm going to be honest, today's episode, I don't know how long it's going to be because we're working and we're trying to create some change in our business and we're trying to do some things differently. And sometimes it starts out with dreaming and thinking about like, what do you want? 
What do you want for yourself and for your family? So let's talk about goal setting. Natalie Bacon talks about the categories of goal setting. She breaks it down into health, relationships, career, spiritual, home, fun, volunteer, and money. So for today's podcast, we're going to be focusing on business and business goals. All right. So let's talk about the why. Now, on the back of that worksheet, I want you guys to start to write out what is your why for these goals that you're getting ready to set? Are you trying to buy a home? Are you trying to pay off debt? Are you trying to create a stable home environment, maybe because you're getting ready to try to foster a child or adopt a child? Are you wanting to buy a car, pay for kids college? Let's start writing down some of our whys. So I have some that I wrote down a little earlier and I've been kind of tweaking them and rewriting them because they continue to evolve and change. Um, But for me, one of my whys is I want to go on a family vacation. I also want freedom to travel to my son's games because he's getting ready to go to college. And if he plays college football or does track and field, these these events are all over the United States. I think one of the schools that he probably will end up going to, one of their school, one of their games is in Canada. So I want to have the freedom to be able to travel to these things. One of my other visions, um, I'm sorry, my whys was because I want a home full of fun for my son. So what does fun look like? I envision that in my backyard with a hot tub. And I envision that with beautiful patio set. We're barbecuing outside. We're hanging out. He's bringing friends home from college. That's what my why is. My why is because I want my husband to be able to retire in peace and be able to pitter patter around the house and trim the hem, the hem, you know, things around the house. And I don't want him to have to work past the time that he should be working. So those are some of my whys. What are some of your guys' whys? Take a minute and think about why you are doing what you're doing. I'm going to let you guys do, write that down for a second. Okay. So knowing your why is important. It's what keeps bringing these goals back to what it really means. Setting a goal to make a million dollars is really great and everything. But if you don't know why you're trying to make a million dollars, you're going to continue to keep feeling frustration and keep failing. So let's make sure that we get our whys down. But before we really dig into this thing, we got to know our numbers, you guys. I know I keep talking about like kind of try to keep finances out of it. But if you don't know your numbers and why you're charging what you're charging, it's not going to help you get back to why you're doing what you're doing. You want to go on a family vacation this year to Europe. It costs $10,000. If you don't know what it takes for you to provide for your family and pay for your business expenses and pay for your taxes and all those different things, you're not going to meet the goal for taking your family on vacation. So let's talk numbers. How do I make these things happen? What do the numbers need to look like? Is it time to charge more or become more profitable? So let's understand some terms. Revenue, 
Revenue is the total dollar amount made. So a lot of times when you hear these educators wanting to sell you courses and they're like, I made a million dollars last year, or I made, you know, $500,000 last year. So you've got to listen to me because I know what I'm talking about. The question mark in my mind, and one thing that I want to know is your talk, are you talking revenue or are you talking profit? So revenue is the total amount of money earned. Your expense is everything else that you have spent to make your business a success. Maybe you spent $15,000 on albums. Do you have overhead for employees as well as rental space that maybe you rent out you know, or lease a studio? These are all expenses that need to be accounted for and then need to be deducted from your overall revenue. And that number will give you your profit. And that's the difference between those two numbers, okay? So here's some homework for you guys. And I know homework sucks, but I'm not gonna ask you to do that, do this on this podcast. I want you to go back to your vision and pick out something that maybe you want to do. Maybe your goal is to buy a house or maybe your goal is to buy a car. Maybe you have a credit card that you need to pay off that's absolutely killing you on interest, So let me work out something for you guys, and you might want to take some notes, but I want you to do this with your real live numbers, not fake ones, real live numbers. And these numbers will probably blow your mind. But first, let's just say you have a $20,000 credit card and your goal is to have that credit card paid off in two years. That's going to cost you $833 to pay off that credit card over the next two years. Now, I'm not a finance analyst, okay? So there's probably a lot more to this than just dividing it up by 24. But just for the sake of this podcast, let's just say you're gonna divide it up by 24 months because you wanna pay it off in two years and you know it's gonna cost you $833 a month to start to make a chunk of payment in that credit card. Now, you have to take your whole household expenses and break it down line by line, gas, food, mortgage payment, car payments, credit card payments, everything that you don't want to look at right now because you want to act like it doesn't exist. You need to break it down. If you're married, account for your husband's income. If you're single, then it's all on you. I get it. I've been there before, but you have to figure out what you need to contribute to your family's household expenses to break even. What's your break even number? That even includes, like I said, food and gas and karate lessons and getting your nails done and your hair done. Everything that it costs to make you who you are every single month, I want you to account for that and then decide what is the number I need to break even. Now you're gonna do the same thing with your business. If you're paying for show it, you're paying for this podcast, I pay for this podcast, whatever you're paying for in your business, you're going to take that, you're going to break it down by 12. Like, what does it cost to do this every single month? Okay. So let's say now, you know, it costs you $2,000 to contribute to your family for your bottom line. Let's say you now know it it costs you $450 every single month in business expenses. So $20,000. $2,450 is what you have to make. 
But then you have that goal of that credit card you want to pay off. That $833 a month you're going to add on. So now you know you need to make $3,283. So that's $39,396 a year. That number, that $3,283 should be burned into your mind now. No matter what happens, that is what you need to make every single month. So this is what you're going to be building your goals on because the bottom line is you want to pay off debt. You want to pay off or you want to buy a car or you want to buy a home, whatever that dream is that you're looking for financial freedom because you want to be able to spend time with your family and travel all over the world, whatever that is, there needs to be a dollar association with it. So that way, when you're talking to clients and you're meeting with clients to talk about your pricing and you say, yes, it costs $4,000 or it costs $3,500 to work with, you know, Lisa Lou photography, you will not budge on when you talk about those numbers because you know you need those numbers to survive. So now you can go and speak with confidence when you talk about your pricing and why it costs as much money as it does to work with you. You have a why. Because I need to make this amount of money to be able to pay off that debt, which will allow me to travel. Or because I need to make this amount of money Because it's going to allow me and my husband to buy a home before we welcome in our first baby. You have to understand clearly why you are doing it, clearly why it's costing what it's costing. And therefore, there is no negotiating. Okay, there's no negotiating. You know exactly what you need to make for that month. Okay, so let's get smart. Smart, let's break it down. S, specific. You need to be specific with your goals. Saying you want to make $100,000 this year is not specific. Saying that you want to book 20 weddings this year is specific. Saying that you want to convert your business from a digital market to an in-person sales market. And I want to be able to do that and make $30,000. That's specific. It has to be measurable with the M, measurable. It needs to be a goal that is achievable. Making $1 million is cool, but if you only made $50,000 last year, is that really achievable? Is it attainable? Maybe start off in smaller chunks. Maybe if you made $50,000 last year, then maybe you should be thinking more about making $75,000. If you only booked one wedding last year, saying you want to book 50 weddings this year might be a bit of a stretch. But maybe if you booked one wedding last year, your goal is I want to book three times that or 10 times that. I want to book 10 this year. Make the goal achievable. Make the goal relevant. So define what matters and stick to it. So if you are a marketing educator, then maybe a three-year-old workshop for three-year-olds about marketing probably isn't very relevant. Do you know what I'm saying? Make it relevant. If I'm a wedding photographer and all of a sudden my goal is to become a educator and I know nothing about education, but my goal is to host 10 workshops this year, probably not relevant with my lack of inexperience as an educator. 
It needs to make sense. There needs to be a time associated. So if you're going to set a goal and you're going to say, I really want to convert my business from uh, digital to IPS, and that's all you say, and there's no time, you haven't given yourself a timeline, you're not going to hit any of those goals. There needs to be a timeline. Maybe your goal is to convert that business and start marketing that business by mid-quarter or maybe by the first half of the year, or maybe it's by December 31st, 2020. You need to have a date associated with when that goal is going to be complete. Okay. All right. Now it's time to turn over your workshop, your worksheet, because we're getting ready to start working through these goals together. Are you guys ready to go? Are you guys excited? I am nervous to share what mine are, (laughs) but I am going to be transparent. Okay. So if you printed out the goal setting worksheet, the first question is what's the goal? Well, what's your name? We already know your name, but let's say what's the goal. Okay. So for me, my goal is to switch my price model from digital to in-person sales. So write down in that first box, what is your goal? My date for completion is to have this done by the first half of the year. So write down when you need to have your goal complete. My why is I wanna create a boutique experience for my clients and take pride in what I am delivering. I also want to work smarter and not harder. So what that looks like for me is less sessions with a higher sale volume. So I counted it up and I think I photographed somewhere close to 40 sessions. I would be happier photographing half of that and making more money. How I'm gonna do this? I'm gonna start marketing to my existing client base. I'm gonna be updating my website. I'm gonna start talking outside of my existing social circle. I think to be successful at something like what I'm trying to do, it can't just be something that I'm doing inside my comfort zone. I have to bust outside of my comfort zone. So one of my little tasks that I have down and I'm gonna share my task list with you guys as well, is I need to start talking to people when I go places, whether it's the store or you know, if I'm in line at a coffee shop, just start chatting with people and getting to know people. You never know who's looking for what if you don't ever open your mouth have business cards on me, start handing out my business card, kind of old school style. It's fun. And people look at your card and go, oh, it's so pretty. And and they keep it and then they call you. So it's just, you know, something that I'm trying to do in a different way. So that's my how. And then some of the potential issues that I wrote down, I wrote down one. And one of the things is I said, I might get down on myself if I start hearing no. This is a completely different mindset that I'm trying to break into. There's gonna be people who think I'm crazy for the pricing that I'm gonna be sharing and they're gonna say, are you kidding? There's no way I could pay that. And after you hear that 10 times, it could really kind of get down on your self-esteem. But I know that there is a way to make this successful. I've seen people doing it successfully. And so just finding a way to stay positive and addressing the potential issues ahead of time can really help you. Let's say you want to do 20 weddings and you attended a bridal show and not one bride booked you. That's a potential issue, right? 
So how do you overcome that issue? It's time to start stopping with the excuses and saying, well, nobody booked me. Okay, well, maybe that wasn't the right bridal show for you. Maybe your price point needs to be adjusted. Maybe your attitude needs to be adjusted. The bottom line is potential issues are going to come up. It's really going to be about how you overcome, how you overcome them. Okay. All right. And then for my task, I wrote down task with due date. So finish the revive education that has to be done by the end of February. Um, Decide on my price model that has to be done by March 15th. Update my website, March 15th. So I started to list out the things that I need to do to create success in my goal planning. Okay. So now we have worked through one goal, just one. You guys, you should have a lot of goals. Some of the goals that I've been thinking about for my own self is, you know, I'm going to be switching to IPS. I want to book 20 weddings. I want to create a uh, mentorship program that is successful. That's just a couple of things that I have on my plate. So feel free to print multiple copies of this goal setting worksheet. I would love to hear back from you to, to hear about like your goals and how it's going and, you know, keep each other accountable. I'm putting my email in the show notes. You can email me and ask me any questions. But the last thing that I'm going to leave you with is to keep these goals in front of you. I have a wall in front of my computer and I have started to print and stick these goal setting worksheets on my wall. So every time I look up from my computer, I see my goals. I see what I'm working for. Put pictures up of your family. Put pictures up of that dream car or that house you you dream of buying or whatever it is that you have set as your why and why things are important. And then put little things around it on how you're going to accomplish it. Put the goals around, have them in front of you. Go back to them and refer to them every single day. It's important that you don't tuck these goals away into a drawer or stick them under a stack of papers and never look at them again. I am so good at that. I will quickly make this amazing goal sheet and I've had this amazing plan. Next thing I know, I've stuck it under a binder and I don't haven't looked at it in, in two months. We're not doing that this year, you guys. We're doing something different this year. So I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode of Talk Diaries. Thank you so much. I hope that this working episode helped you. I would love to hear from you and see if any of these tips and tricks for setting goals has helped you to get 2020 restarted. It's not too late. It's February. We just had the Lunar New Year. So let's get going, guys. so much for listening to talk diaries season two episode one please stay tuned as we will be discussing some super embarrassing photography moments you'll be hearing from me and some of my comrades enjoy your day and thanks again for listening